Hi, I'm Sherry Fellow, the founder of Bloombase. And I'm Allison Lochran, Bloombase partner in crime. Welcome to the Power 2 podcast. On this podcast, you will hear women discussing how, when, and why they feel powerful, and when they don't, how to get there. Power 2 is personal power, the ability to choose our own states and behaviors. Our intent with this podcast isn't just to have a great conversation. Our intent is really to create a space that opens up possibilities and may even change behaviors. So welcome to Power 2. So welcome back to the Power 2 podcast. We're so excited. This is our third podcast on the Power to Sister. And we want to thank Kent Vernon in the utility room again for all he does to make this happen and all the feedback we've been getting. And uh, yeah, Allison, go ahead. Yeah, that you know, we, we did get some interesting feedback on our last um, podcast with my sister, yeah, Amy, and I. So uh, we're going to keep doing this throughout the year, drop some of our own friends in to talk about our relationships and sisterhood because we've got so many, I think, such a diverse mm-hmm. group of women that we're friends with from all different times in our lives. Mm-hmm. And it'll be, we're, we think it's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> well, We've been told. Yes. Maybe our friends are too nice to us and they're lying <laughs> to us. But this is our last podcast for 2019. And uh, we have pink bubbles in the studio today. So that's we're right. going to do a little clinking out because uh, that's what we do to bring in the new year. So uh, today, I, I'm a little bit apprehensive about this. Like, I'm excited okay. apprehensive. Yeah. Because excited? I don't know what you're going to ask us since I did that to you and Amy last mm-hmm. time. So. On the phone today, we have Sandy Horton. Sandy is one of my oldest and dearest sisters, and uh, we'll let her say hello real quick and get going with the podcast. Hello, everyone. Hi, Sandy. Hi, Al. (laughs) Welcome. I'm excited. I get in the year. Like, they always say you save the best for last. There you go. (laughs) Sweet. (laughs) So true. So... In the vein of what Sherry did to me and <laughs> did too. did to did to us power, did on us the power to do to <laughs> the power to do to I'm just going to ask you guys some questions but the first thing I do want Sherry to do is sort of give some background on how you guys know each other and for how yes long. for sure and Sandy please chime in yeah so I feel like Sandy's been in my life since birth so much so that we both had to look up when was the date I went to Kimball International because that's where I met her we mm. I met through a working relationship with her um she was one of the brilliant leaders at Kimball International and um great company still is and um that's where we met and Sandy what did we decide I just now blanked on the date 2003 or four 2003, so right at 17 years. Wow. 17 years. And thank God, because those, the last 17 years of my life, 51 now, have been the most fantastic, but tumultuous and challenging and like stretching. And I just, I don't think I would have made it had Sandy not been alongside. Mm. So super excited to have her here. So 17 years seems like a long time, but I feel like it's been longer. What do you think, Sandy? I feel like I've known you for a lifetime, but I would echo everything that you've said. Uh, you you know how I feel about it. So we we have this sixth sense with each other, mm. and we just know. Mm-hmm. I'd love to hear more about that. Sixth sense. Your psychic connection. <laughs> wow. What is, what is well, that? It is kind of otherworldly. I do think that is true. 
You go, Sandy. Well, I'll I'll share from my perspective. So it doesn't matter what is going on and where we both are. We can, Sherry can be on the other side of the country or the other side of the world for that matter. And she just knows when I need her. I, I mm-hmm. literally will be thinking I need to talk to Sherry or sometimes not even thinking that I'm just in my cave and she will reach out. And I have learned um, through our, our many years of figuring this out that don't try to hide anything from Sherry Fella because she's just going to keep <laughs> digging and digging and digging. So you might as well be that up is, front and get it over with and then you move on from there. But, digging um, and I, digging. That sounds brutal. <laughs> <laughs> brutal. Brutal in the best way possible. Mm-hmm. And um, I would hope that Sherry would say the same thing. I I sure. always have this gut feeling, just again, this sixth sense that when I haven't heard from Sherry or Sherry goes MIA, I know that something is going on and we need to connect. It's just mm-hmm. this feeling of needing to connect. I can't describe it any other way. I just need that connection. We need that connection. Interesting. It's like a personal bat signal. It is. And even when I try to say things, well, I don't do this anymore, but early on I would say stuff like, Sandy, I swear I'm fine. She's like, yeah, whatever. Anyway, tell me what's happening. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. Uh, (laughs) uh And yeah, next. So, Sandy, one of the things that we usually do on the podcast, well, which we've done on every podcast except for the one with my friend Amy, which she we pointed was, we were, out. Yes, we were totally chastised for, is to talk about, um, ask the person that we're talking to what power means to them. But I want to change that a little bit and ask both of you guys, what do you feel like, besides your psychic connection, is the most powerful part of your friendship? Oh, my God. She's already making me cry. I've already made Sherry slap her knee and tear up. My God. Well, I actually told Sherry yesterday that I hope I can make it through this without crying. I hope you guys Um, cried the whole time. And then I started to tear up yesterday before we even spoke. (laughs) And we don't even know what you're asking. (laughs) That was so funny. So I'll I'll go first um, and tell you that what I love about Sherry the most is that she supports me unconditionally. She listens without judgment, but she holds my ass accountable. And mm. that is a very tricky navigation. And we have came through it stronger on the other side many times through. So um, again, it's just she knows. I don't know how to put that into words other than what I just shared. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it. Yeah. I love that word, accountability. I know. We love it so much. That's that's a great, <clears throat> great description. How about you, Sherry? What's powerful to you? Well, that was beautiful. Thank you. And I agree with that. The only thing I might add is that I think Sandy is the one that taught me this, is that the beautiful part about life is the messy part. Mm. And that to try to hide that is hiding such a big part of yourself that, you know, I think I mentioned last time, 
you know, just being held or our first podcast, we started talking about that. That is Sandy's special sauce is she just knows how to to show up and hold those messy spaces. So, I mean, I don't think without that lifeline, I just can't imagine, honestly. That's so beautiful, too. Mm. You're too sweet, but we've learned from each other because it really has been give and take. I used to try to fix everything, and I Mm. had to learn that sometimes I just needed to listen to just show up. We, we cry, we've cried together many times. We've laughed through our tears, (laughs) but I don't try to fix things anymore. And it has evolved. It really has evolved. I don't know what you're talking about, Sandy. I never try to fix anything. (laughs) Well, the only other thing I'd add is that Sandy never, she made me laugh because no one makes me laugh more than her. Um, she never lets me do anything stupid alone. Mm. <laughs> I love that. Oh my god! I might, I might come up with something really stupid to do, and she won't want me to do it. But if I'm gonna do it, she might as well do it too. <laughs> okay, so that brings me to one of my questions that I thought of, because um, I'm gonna try to like balance this a little with emotion <clears throat> and levity. Oh, thank God! I don't know why I didn't bring Kleenex in here. What the hell was I thinking? <laughs> So one of my questions is for both to both of you, what would be your response if Sherry or Sherry, if Sandy showed up at your house at 3 a.m. and told you to come with her and bring a shovel? What's your first reaction? I would make sure I had gloves. (laughs) Sandy? I'd say, where's the shovel? (laughs) Where's the shovel? (laughs) Okay, you guys, I'm going to need a better answer than that. (laughs) Where's the shovel? (laughs) I have, Sandy, I think I've said this a million times to you, but there have been, there have been many occasions when people have messed with Sandy and I have not been happy with those people. And I have said, that's it. I'm just going to run over those in my car because I think I could write a great book from prison in an orange suit. I don't have kids. So (laughs) (laughs) that is why my response would be, I just want gloves because I know it's going to be a deep hole so the body doesn't smell. Mm -hmm. So I would not question anything she asked me to do. Really She's would. not kidding. She has actually <laughs> offered numerous times to take care of a few people for me. And I've been close, but we haven't crossed that line. Yeah. Um, but to it's answer fine. your question, Allison, and again, I don't think that anything that I share is going to surprise Sherry because we have these emotional um, conversations. Yes. I trust Sherry with my life and she trusts me with hers. So if she told me we needed to go use the shovel. That's why I said, I'd say, where's the shovel? Let's go. And we'll figure the rest out. And I don't mean that to be, you know, flip it. It's truly, that's how much trust I have in her. We would need to pack a cooler. Let's be honest. (laughs) And some limes. limes. That does not surprise me. That's true. It's good to be hydrated. (laughs) It's good to be hydrated when you're bearing a body. Exactly. Um, I love it. Okay. What do you think, you talked about the fact that you like to do stupid things together. What do you guys each think is the greatest challenge that you face together as friends? Like in our own lives or something that challenged our friendship? I think just in your own lives. Like what do you guys feel like really you went through together that you came out on the other side like, God, thank God you were there. 
I'll, I'll go first, Andy, because the answer is so obvious. I, there is no freaking way I would have ever made it through my divorce and even my marriage before it got to that point without Sandy. I, not only would I not have made it, I really don't believe my family would have made it. Mm. Period. Now she has me crying. <laughs> well, that is a true statement. I've said it many times because, you know, we talked in the podcast about sistering that that is when I really realized I always had great sisters, but that's when I really needed them and really understood the power of that support. And I, I had a lot of love and support. But the situation and the mental illness involved and just the complexity of it, that was, you know, certainly my family did some heavy lifting, my younger sister in particular. But Sandy, I mean, she lifted and lifted and lifted. Mm. And even when I didn't. Yeah. So. Sandy, are you done crying? Can you answer that? (laughs) Honestly, the the connection comes from sharing our tough times through mental illness. My middle daughter is bipolar, and it's still messy a lot of times. But Sherry loves me through it, and I know I'm never alone, no matter what's going on with it. And she reminds me that I can't fix her, so she gives me... She she uses a lot of the same things I shared with her at the time. It's obviously much easier to suggest them to others than to, to practice what you preach. Mm-hmm. But that's where that accountability comes in. And again, it's still messy a lot of times, but she loves me through it. Oh, thanks for sharing that. Sandy and I, our friendship began in a challenging situation, right, Sandy? <sighs> Yes, it did. <laughs> What's that story? Uh, well, I'll let Sandy tell it because it's really her story to tell. As Sherry said, we met at Kimball, and I was in a senior director role, and I was one of two females in that level within the organization. So obviously, very male dominated, mm-hmm. and. Sherry had just come into the organization, and the president of the company that I worked for, the brand that I worked for, had a background with IBM and other very conservative mm-hmm. yes, organizations. And his his heart was in the right place, but he basically told me that I needed to invest in pinstripe suits and I needed to straighten my hair. <laughs> wow. Straighten your hair? I have naturally curly yeah. hair. So he suggested that nobody would take me seriously with curly hair and the way I dressed. And again, he was sincere about it. He really meant to help me, but obviously I was taken back and Sherry was like, you can't do that. Like, you really can't do that. (laughs) Sherry was in human resources, Mm -hmm. by the way. So it was, um, everything happens for a reason. And we probably would not have had the bonding moment that we had initially. And by the way, my coaching with Sherry then um, to not only coach me through that situation, but to help me navigate within the parameters that I was navigating within Mm -hmm. happened over 
wings and beer every week. <laughs> that's a good coaching <laughs> that's session. We, that's where we do our best work. That's right. Well, and that that whole situation was so interesting because as Sandy said, I was completely new and Kimball International is a great, I mean, it really is a great company. My brother and sister still work there. Many of our friends back home, Sandy mm-hmm. and I both, we have great colleagues there. The leader then was very well-intentioned. Uh, but it was just so interesting because I'm like, hey, I'll go talk to her because I'd heard so much about Sandy and what a badass she was. So I was anxious to meet her. And so when we sat down, she was like, so are we talking about this? I'm like, no, we're not talking about that. Tell me about yourself. <laughs> like, That's not why we're here. And that was such a huge help to me because it really helped me come up to speed on the organization because Sandy had been there for so long and was so well-respected and um, I'm sure, I don't know how many holes it kept me from stepping in, but a lot. Mm. That brings up something else I was curious about. I think it was something that's similar that you asked Amy Knight. So based on that, so you're having your first meeting with this HR person who you know is new to the company. Sherry's having a meeting with this woman who's like a senior leader, badass executive. Like, what was your first impression of each other oh my when you God, first met? Do you remember question. your reaction or your reaction afterward? I can tell you the first time I saw Sherry was in a very formal um, environment, so I wasn't sure how to take her. And she's giggling. I thought that you need. I need some I more thought, detail about that. <laughs> I thought that she was a little bit of a stiff suit, maybe. Oh, funny, <laughs> right? And then we talked, and it was a complete one hundred and eighty. How about you, Sherry? I just remember loving Sandy's energy. I mean, I, I just thought she was had such passion. Well, she's always been passionate about whatever she does, and mm-hmm. that just comes out of her. Uh, so her passion, her energy, and I just really liked her sass. Mm. I remember oh, laughing. You are too sweet. I mean, the, <laughs> well, it's true. The first time we met, it really was, we laughed a lot, you know, which is, I think and inter- haven't stopped since. Yes, <laughs> I think it's interesting in those corporate settings, especially because Kimball wasn't necessarily conservative, but they also weren't progressive then, right? I mean, that was a long time ago. Now it's a completely different company, like every place is. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Well, I need to go back and preface the fact that the first time I met Sherry was at the executive liaison committee meeting. And this was her first mm-hmm. time being part of the committee. So, I think that's what, and again, I hadn't had a chance to interact with her yet. That was my first impression. That's what you asked for my first yeah. impression. That's, yeah. that's why I said that's fine. after that. Do you remember it, that, Sherry? No, but I'm so glad I showed up so professionally. That's probably <laughs> the first and only time That might be the last time I wore a suit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, my God. That's, that's so, so funny. funny. Um, you mentioned this. Sherry, that Sandy's so passionate about everything. Here's one of those, like, how much do you know about each other questions? What is Sandy the most passionate about? Everybody else. Mm -hmm. Tell me more about that. She just, she just gives. I mean, she just is passionate about making everything she touches better. And that's her family. That's her businesses, her teams in particular. I mean, to the point where it worries me, you know, that I have to, that, that is when I'm digging, going, okay, okay, but have you slept? Did you eat? Have you taken care of yourself? Like, what's the focus on you? So I just, it's it's just who she is. It's how she moves through the world. What's your reaction to that, Sandy? Truth. 
<laughs> um, but some of that is because Sherry has also, again, we've just, we share so many challenges and Sherry has taught me so much about myself and that I need to put myself first. And I had reminded her of that for years. Mm, that's true. But as I said earlier, it's much easier to be somewhat objective when it's not you. Do, as I, do as I say, not as I do. Well, but I would see her hurting. So it mm. was, how how do I help protect Sherry? And I need Sherry to protect herself. Mm-hmm. Right. So Sandy, the same question to you. What do you think Sherry is the most passionate about? Mm. Can I say two things? You can say whatever you want, honey. <laughs> okay, so first is family, whether you are mm. blood or chosen. Once you're in the family, you're in the family. And when you're part of the fellow family, <laughs> you are you are special. Mm. Um, so um, you just, you know you're loved unconditionally. And it's, there's no other way to describe it. It's just, again, if you're part of the fellow family, you are part of the, the chosen group. Um, mm. So um, I, I feel very much part of the family. And then second is learning. Um, Sherry is always, always looking for the opportunity to learn something new, whether that's about herself or others or a process. Um, She's just constantly, constantly engaged in some form of learning. And that's what makes her go. Mm Mm-hmm. What's your reaction to that, Sherry? That's very true. Yeah. I can see the reaction it's causing in you. It's very, I'm sorry you can't see see her. I think it's maybe for the better, though, after having gone through this myself. It's a a little less emotional. (laughs) Thank God. Yeah. Lord. Um, When were you the proudest of each other? Oh, my God. So many memories just flashed in my head. You want to go first, Sandy? I'm glad to go first. Um, but to single out a, a single time, I'll say that the one that stands out for me most is within the, the last year and just the, the transformation that Sherry has made in, again, loving herself first and putting herself first and everything else follows. And I don't mean that in a, I, I don't know how, again, I don't mean that in a negative way. It's, she has taught me that over and over again, if you don't love yourself, you can't love anybody else. Mm -hmm. And she always had a hard time accepting compliments and, and we have this running joke because she'll say, okay, are you sitting down? I'm going to tell you something positive about myself. (laughs) And for for, for those that... (laughs) Don't know the the vulnerable side of Sherry. I couldn't be more proud of watching her evolve and continue to evolve because, as I said, she's constantly learning and the self reflection, self healing, and using all of the resources available to her Mm -hmm. that she could seek out. I'm I'm honestly in awe and. Couldn't be more proud of, of 
her journey and where she is in that journey now. Mm -hmm. God, I would totally echo that, man. I've never seen anyone work as hard on just evolving. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's Mm -hmm. so, it's just, it's so inspiring to see sometimes. It makes me go, well, shit. God, I have more to do. Great. Trust me, I get that. I know. It's just so. And, but you, uh, like you said, Sandy, she seems to do it with such ease and excitement. Whereas I, like, want to claw my own eyes out when I have to go through those things. So whether you feel that way, that's how I experience you, you too. too well, you you both have also seen me on those days where I'm like, I don't think I can do this. This is scary. You know? Wow. Now, listen, I, I, I know that you I know that you say that and, and I agree that ninety plus percent of the time it is that way, but I have seen those those times with Sherry where she didn't think she could do it mm. and she has and, and I know deep down she knew she could, but believe it or not, she is part human. <laughs> oh my God. Are you two drinking more than me or it's what happened? <laughs> Sherry's actually human. My God! So glad I found this out in 2019. <laughs> well, it's so interesting to hear this because for someone who you two will both say, "I like," I you know the tears always come, etc. So robots don't cry. I mean, clearly, <laughs> clearly, I've got that down. Oh, well, I was um, going to also comment when Sandy <laughs> said that your experience of of Sherry being vulnerable. I was like, I feel like. There's not a time that I experience you when you're not vulnerable, which, again, is a soldiering badass move because that's a struggle to me, too, for me. So I think this is why I say thank God Sandy was through my divorce. That's probably the biggest gift that gave me was perspective around that because I got to tell you, it's scary being vulnerable. It's so much easier energy-wise. Not having to hold all that up. I mean, I had no idea how heavy all my armor was all those years in corporate America in particular. And honestly, I think that's why I gained so much weight. I'm like, I can carry a thousand pounds. (laughs) (laughs) I already feel like I am. (laughs) I already feel like I am. Um, So, yeah, that that was one of the great gifts of that episode because, you know, when you're so depleted and you just can't even hold your head up, you don't you definitely don't have energy to hold armor up. I would have never learned it otherwise, I don't think, without Sandy's help. So, um, so I'm most proud of for Sandy. Yes. I think it's also, it's not just this year. It's the last year and a half, two-year journey she's been on where she really has, I don't want to say focused, but really accepted the fact that, and I don't know what this feels like, right, because I'm not a mom, I feel like I know it through the two of you and many other great moms I get to be around, but I don't know it. And to watch her accept the fact that even as a mom, you can't shield the people you love the most from pain, that you have to accept that. I can't imagine how hard that is. Mm. But her journey of acceptance around that, which also has released her to take care of herself, has been so hard fought and... And relentless. I mean, it's not like she ever gets a break from it. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I that's what I'm in awe of. And it's something you don't want anyone to have to hold. And I know she, I always say to her, I know you can hold it. I just don't want you to have to, you know. 
at least not alone. So I've been so proud of you, Sandy, for the past, your whole life since I've known you, but just past year or two, man, you have really, it's just been a lot. It's been a lot. That's so awesome. Mm-hmm. If you can't tell, I'm crying again. So. <laughs> we really don't, don't just sit around and cry. <laughs> I know. Well, what is it about this space? You know what I mean? Well, you said it when Amy and I were talking to, and I mean, Amy and I said it. I feel like I had to take a nap after that. I never, <laughs> we've never talked about our relationship in that way, even though we're close. Yeah. We've, we talk about a lot of other stuff and yeah. a lot of other things impacting us, but we don't talk about how each other impacts mm-hmm. us, how the other person impacts us. I mean, that is such a, I remember you guys saying that. Sandy, I feel like we actually do spend time here. We do. We, we and, do, and I cry then too. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just same, same. It is. <laughs> I think, and I think also, um, I don't want to get us too off track here from some of the questions you're holding. The other chapter I would say Sandy is helping me with now. I have, I still have my parents, thank God. Watching. Oh Sandy. my gosh, there's that sixth sense, Sherry. Sorry to interrupt, <laughs> but that I was literally just thinking, thinking about that. That same thing. Yeah. Watching her go through the loss of her mom for so many years with some really tough illness and tough circumstances and family complexities and just all of the above. I mean, it's just no one's experience is the same when they go through that chapter or any chapter, but it's just been such a soft place for me to land as, you know, my parents deal with new things that they don't know. They've never experienced, so my family hasn't, you know. So, and the fact that Sandy is an adopted fella is so helpful because mm-hmm. my parents adore her and my whole family. Yeah, that too has been, it was so inspiring to watch her go through that, knowing that she, too, had such a close relationship to her parents. And they were such an integral part of the family system. And to know, you know, that's hard. There's no way around it. And yet, you put one foot in front of the other. Right. You know, so. How are you doing over there, Sandy? (laughs) How are you managing? (laughs) You're awfully quiet. Just keep dobbing, dobbing. Mm -hmm. Yes, that's, but. Sherry is only talking about me being there for her, um, the many years with my mom, even though she was physically here, Mm. Sherry was there every single time, again, just to hold that space for me when I couldn't hold it, to Mm. shine her light when mine was dim, and until you experience that with your parents, and as Sherry said, it's never the same for anybody But you also know that there's just this transition and you go from your parents being your parents to shifting now where you're watching the role reversal, you're living the role reversal. And I know that so many of the women in AWL are experiencing Mm -hmm. this to varying degrees and Mm -hmm. my heart goes out to all of them because it's probably the hardest one of the hardest things that I've ever gone through in my life and that's why now with Sherry and especially with her mom and dad it's because I'm close to them as well I love them as if they were my own Mm -hmm. and it's it's hard to to watch but it is part of life Uh, and we all 
grow and, and respond as a result of it. Yeah. Well, even with, you know, Fran's scare recently, and I think this might be, since we're talking about the power to sister, this chapter of our lives where we're all, we all move through in whatever way, right? This parenting chapter where our parents start to move to whatever the next phase is, might be the ultimate gift to sistering. Mm. I really believe that. God, that's a great point. Yeah, I was just thinking we're all starting to go through it. Because then, you know, and... You know, I'm I'm not there yet, but I was talking to JJ this past weekend in Chicago, and uh, who lost her dad. And you know, I've heard you use these words too, Sandy. It's just such a profound loss. You know, it, the transition is to a phase that is like no other. You know, and so what power then to have sisters? You know, mm-hmm. to have that network and that that fabric of support. Yeah. To really continue the love and the fun and like, you know, you move into a different space yourself and they go with you. I just think that might be the ultimate gift, mm-hmm. you know. I want to let Sandy know I'm just, you know, I've spent time with you obviously never in this kind of a space <laughs> per se. More often, like on a boat or <laughs> leaving, <laughs> leaving a lot of shame at around, the bottom of Lake Monroe. That's right. At the, around a dinner table that. I just, I'm marveling at the capacity that you have for caring for people. It is, <laughs> Sherry just poured, poured bubbles in her microphone, basically. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, thanks for ruining that moment. Yeah, I, I'm experiencing you, Sandy, as like this, there's this well of kindness and care that just never seems to empty. Ever. Which is so interesting. I just, I don't see that. As no, deeply, you make me cry again, Allison. <laughs> as deeply and as often in people, it's just, it's worth noting and pointing out. It's so deep and part of every fiber of you that I really hadn't really been able to observe before. So I appreciate, I appreciate getting to know you in this way too. Thank you, and and ditto. Um, I that is a another thing about Sherry that. I will always be grateful for is that she shares her sisters and um, it is, she shares a family. As I talked about, once you're part of the fellow family, you're part of the entire family. And I have had the privilege and honor of being able to get to know a lot more women at a much deeper level because of the connections that Sherry has facilitated yes and totally i look forward i look forward to many more times on the boat yes table (laughs) and the fire conversations uh, fire pit conversations and and so on okay we only we don't have a ton of time left but i do want to ask a question with a little bit more levity i have two more questions okay good this was when i was i i i was thinking of this for myself as i was what why i wanted to ask you guys this if money were no object, where would you take Sandy or Sandy, where would you take Sherry oh my on a vacation and why? I will go because this is, a, I don't even care where it is. It might, it might be someplace specific. I thought of the Maldives, Sandy. We've actually talked about that before. But some tropical place on some island where we do a lot of this, and you can't see me on the podcast, but like, 
Another drink. Another round. Another <laughs> round. round. Another round, boy. Another round. And there, there has Sir? to be a pool area or live music nearby that is not country. Sandy is not a country person, but like rock <laughs> rock music. Um, because that is really, despite our emotional, our emoting in this podcast, just sitting there talking, having a great time is what we spend most of our time doing. And being outside is... I mean, it's why I love the boat so much with you guys every year. and mm-hmm. um, So that's where I would take us, Sandy. Not a care in the world. And there would be no cell phone service. So no one can call Sandy because she will help them. <laughs> <laughs> no opportunity for anyone to no. dig into Sandy's well Except of Except for Keith. I mean, I love her whole family. But Keith is like, hey, you doing good? Good. Great. Out. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys have obviously taking me serious yet because I keep telling Sherry, especially if money is no object, that she needs to buy that private island. And of course, <laughs> oh, yes. it would be someplace tropical. Right. Yes. And then we could fly her Wonder Woman plane there all the time. So, invisible jet. Yes. That'd be awesome. I've not been to Hawaii yet. It's one of the few places on earth I haven't been. So, we need to go there maybe. I know. Yeah. Hawaii and Alaska. I've been to every state, been to so many countries. Those are my last two. I don't know why. I haven't gotten them on yet. Yeah. Interesting. Well, I think you just need to start working on the private island. I didn't even realize that was on the table. I know, we so. totally lost Allison at that. She just checked out. <laughs> I know. Private like, island. <laughs> That's where the retreat center needs to go. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. So my last question for you guys to ponder, what do you wish for each other in 2020? Uh, What's your end of the year? Where do you want to be? Where do you want Sandy to be? And Sandy, where do you want Sherry to be or have happened in 2020? What do you wish for each other? There's so many things that I wish for Sherry, but what I wish most is peace because 2019 was a hell of a ride. And I don't know what I can and cannot say on the podcast. <laughs> hey, um, who are you going to send it to to listen to? That's all you got to worry about. <laughs> Um, <laughs> Sherry rode that bitch, um, uh, and, um, she came out on top. Um, so I just know the, the struggles that she went through. So I, again, peace is, is at the top of that. And that is on so many fronts, but the other part is continued growth in, courage because that is one of the things that I love about Sherry is her courage, her courage to try anything, her courage to do anything, to continue to learn, to continue to evolve. So probably, I shouldn't say probably, those are the two things, peace and continued growth in courage. I love that. Mm-hmm. That's that's a great sentiment. Uh. I hope you're right. Um, For Sandy, I wish it's a version of peace, but it's really ease. I just want her to have ease. And what I mean by that is just be completely as present as she can to let things flow around her, not so much through her, meaning her help. And not that she'll ever stop doing that. That's who she is. But that she just has ease and... That she also doesn't put new stuff on her plate, maybe. Mm. It gets to clear some things off and just kind of enjoy that space for a minute. 
And uh, yeah, that's my wish for you, sweetie. And that's my word for 2020. What? <laughs> Is ease. ease? Yes. Yeah. Psychic. Psychic. <laughs> I love that. That just that word is calming. Yes, it is. Thank you, Sherry. So that resonated with you, Sandy. You like the sound of that too? Mm. Yes, I do. Good, good. So is there anything on the table that you feel like you Mm. wish I would have asked you guys to answer? I had other questions, but I thought, you know, (laughs) I don't don't want to go down any more sniffly roads. (laughs) (laughs) I kind of... From my perspective, I just want to wrap it up by saying I hope that others truly have or find this level of sisterhood within their lives because I can't. And and Sherry knows this, and and I, I don't need the podcast to tell her that. We need more sisters that do this. I, I remember... Allison, from your podcast with Amy, and you talked about being the only female at the that had the seat at the table, and instead of competing with them, lifting them up, that's mm-hmm. what you get from having this level of sisterhood is you are uplifting each other, yes. not tearing each other down. And in all of the challenges that we face, Knowing that you have that available to you, it brings you ease. When I talk to Sherry, I know, always know that she is going to love me no matter what, through all the messy that we talked about earlier, that she's going to support me, that she's going to lift me up. And that there is nothing more important in life than having your tribe, your sisters that you know are there for you because we are going to go through those challenges. Right. Mm. Right. I, I, I love it that she brought that up because that's really the point of all of these discussions to me is mm. t- for women to experience that, to see themselves in these relationships, hopefully that people have this kind of sisterhood to fall back on and to encourage people that maybe have been wary of it for some reason or have had a bad relationship mm-hmm. with women or a woman in the past and have let that color their yeah. experience of what it can mean, that I think it's so important to talk about this because everything that we see pits women against each other and creates exactly. competition and creates comparison. And like you said, Sandy, that I, the idea of that more for you does not mean less for me. Exactly. That means more for all of us. And having women that have this shared experience of being a woman, I'm not discounting people that have close male friendships, but mm-hmm. the experience of being a woman and the way we move through the world is different. And having people that relate to you on on female levels and with the issues that you're going through because you're a woman mm-hmm. is important too, I think. Absolutely. I completely agree. The only thing I would add is, I don't know if you two got the memo, but in 2020, I'm not going to be challenged. <laughs> really? On any level. Did you write that down somewhere? I wrote it down. I talked to Santa Claus when I was home this weekend. I've been really... Allison, get that in writing. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to make sure we get that down. I've been really Series focused on it. having no challenges. I've been really focused on it this year and uh, <laughs> for the next two days. I'm just kidding. Um <laughs> No, I just, the only thing I would say is, I mean, Sandy, I'm just so grateful for you. 
And for you, Allison, I mean, how lucky am I? I mean, it's it's amazing that you get to go through life with people who get you mm-hmm. and who see you and who do hold you. And, I mean, there's not really anything else to add to that. Yeah, we're lucky. Mm-hmm. Sandy, thank you. I appreciate you taking time to talk to us today and not being— uh, not being aware of any of the questions that were coming at you and being okay. a good sport about it. I appreciate it. There's a lot of there's a lot of cocktails with your name on it as payment <laughs> in the future. Oh, I, <laughs> Probably. Lo- I look forward to continuing the conversation. Yes. Yes, for sure. All right. Well, enjoy the rest of what's left for 2019. You as well. Love you both. I love you too. And for those of you listening, we hope that this is uh, another example, as we said, not all sisterhoods are the same. Mm-hmm. They all take their own shapes and forms. And so uh, we hope that as you end this year and reflect, what might you want to do differently? How might you want to take your sisterhoods to the next level? Maybe you need an infusion of a new sisterhood to start 2020 with and that you embrace your power to sisterhood.